The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio is here. Unemploymentradio.com. It's been giving me nightmares just trying to figure out what is going on. Well, I know. It probably keeps you up at night. It would keep me awake at night. I mean, what is it? How did it get out? Who is it? I mean, and why Why is it roaming at night? That's really what it comes down to. And how much power does it have? There are so many questions that we need to answer on this, and I'm, I'm confused. It's already tricked a lot of people. I mean, it's tricked it seems a lot like of it people. has the upper hand. It really does have the upper hand, and it's got to be strong, too. All right, we're going to have to explain all this. So strong, much Hello, power. Everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah Extillan. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. We have lots to talk about today, and I do want to say thank you, everybody. We took yesterday off. We had some things we had to get taken care of, but we are back today on this Tuesday, and uh, we're going to talk about what happened over this weekend and kind of give a recap of what went on with that, and we have some questions that need to be answered. Sure. And we have a super secret guest that's going to be joining us here in just a second as well. I do want to say thank you to Next Adventure, our fine sponsor, nextadventure.net, because, Sarah, it's getting warm outside. I don't know if you've noticed. I have absolutely not noticed. I'm completely comfortable and not at all overheating in any way. Now begins the warm season for Sarah Extillan. When are your primary months that, oh, like that what you work a, best? Fall. 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 Absolutely fall. Okay. Yeah, like, um, what is it? Like, it's, like late September, like the month of October. Okay. That's like my hottest. Yeah. I mean, that's when I feel like the best about myself because you can wear like light. That's when you feel the best. Yes. Because you can wear like light layers. Like, I don't have to like be wearing shorts or showing my legs or arms all the time, but I don't have to be wearing like a bulky like parka or anything. Uh It's like I I work well with light layers, not profusely sweating. Okay. Like right now, I'm already like my face, like it's just like a waterfall Uh right now. Which, if you're a Fun Employment Ready Supporters Club member, you can see Sarah X Dillon right now live, or this video will be available. In the uh, archives afterward, oh, just for for everybody to to peruse. Yes, please do. Um, but I can't we- even imagine what it's going to be like when I go through menopause. <laughs> if I'm already this sweaty, oh my gosh, Jesus Christ! I'm just going to be a puddle. I'm just going to be like a water monster walking around. I went through. Uh, well, I didn't go through menopause, but when I worked <laughs> at in an office, I had. Uh, Cheryl and Carol, who were both going through it at the same time, mm. and my God, they was constantly turning on the air conditioning. It's too hot in here. I mean, it could be it could be like twenty degrees in there, and they were too hot, and they were pissed off about it. Poor Cheryl and Carol, you no, know. I I love that they're very nice. They both had their ex husbands that they both hated profusely. Did their ex husbands' names rhyme. Um, I don't remember if they rhymed or not. Cheryl and Carol. But yeah, they would sit there because <laughs> it was just me, Cheryl, and Carol at like five in the morning in an office. And every day, all I could hear was about their ex-husbands and about how hot it was already. Um, but they were nice people. So yeah, when you go through it, I don't know. It's it's going to be, you're going to yeah, have to move I, to I don't even. I think I'm going to have to. I think it's the only I way. That's just it's the only possibility it. it's going to work for I you. I am feeling a little cooler now that we've actually been talking about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe, you know, chugging hot coffee isn't, like, the best. Eh, you know, science. Who will ever figure it out? We need to figure out how to cold brew some coffee for the summer. Um, I think, don't you just put it in the refrigerator? I don't know. I don't don't know know how it works. People always talk about cold brew coffee, but I don't really know how it works. Well, we do have somebody here with us that does know how to make different kinds of beverages. (laughs) Maybe all of a sudden he's a cold brew coffee expert. Well, I mean, if he can make... Beer and mead and wine and yeah, that's and true. liquor and all the other well, stuff. He's they far makes. more skilled than we I'm, are. I don't think that that's going to be as kryptonite. Yeah, but you could also just make up something and we would believe it because we don't know the truth. Well, yes, I mean, like, oh yeah, yep. That he makes could have been telling us lies for years and we just <laughs> always believed him. 
This is entirely because possible. Because he never does invite us over to taste his delicious beers and things that that oh, he makes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. See other people enjoying them, and he's just like, oh, that Greg and that Sarah, I don't know who they are. Wow. Anymore. Sarah just went really dark right there. Just miss him. Ladies I am kind of hot. <laughs> joining us now on Fun Employment Radio, it has been quite a while since we have had this super secret guest. It is. I can't play the music. The one and only, Mr. Aaron Durant. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, you were a little behind on that cue. A little know, bit. Sorry. Also, hi. Also, that was never my intro music. That was yes, Clyde. No, I was Unsolved <gasps> Mysteries. You were Unsolved Mysteries. Yeah. God damn it. And I haven't, had, I haven't seen Clyde in like a day. Yeah, I know. Well, I just well, wanted to whistle. I think I wanted that. How's it going? Nonetheless. Also, I noticed, that, I noticed that Greg's head is still in the Reverend Nat's glass. Oh, yeah. Oh, I didn't realize my head wasn't I there. did, which is why I left it. Yeah. By the way, that's a gift from Reverend Nat. He wanted to make sure it was yours by throwing your head in it. Oh, well, thank you, Reverend Nat. <laughs> <laughs> Look at how lucky you are, Greg. It's we had him on the show last Wednesday, and there was many ciders drank. That's oh, awesome. Well, his cider is delicious. I just got confirmation. Yeah. I believe I'm interviewing Reverend Nat for something else next week. Well, um, <laughs> Oregon Cider Week starts this Thursday and then goes through July 1st. Oh, maybe that's part of it. Yeah. yeah. That yeah would for make one sense. of the other podcasts I do, I'm like, ah. I know him. Yeah, we'll be, we'll nice. be okay. <laughs> uh, and also, making cold brew coffee is really easy. How? How do you do? That? Is it not just? Do you just make you coffee, brew the coffee and, like, and it is it just? It is just coffee and water. You don't. You do a pretty coarse ground on it. I, I know people really like it. Um, mm-hmm. I think it wastes a lot of fucking coffee. So to make the equivalent of like an eight cup pot of cold brew, uh-huh. you go through like, oh my god. Um, a quarter pound of coffee. Like you use a lot of coffee to make cold brew. That's probably why it actually costs more. So oh, that's it, is the process. Here's what I think it is, and you tell me where I'm we've wrong. got the. I bought this special like tube that goes into a jar, and then it sits in the fridge for like a minimum of eight hours. Oh, okay. So you don't just like brew coffee and then just put it in the fridge. No, and like, yeah, no. There it is. It's cold. No, uh-uh. it's like making a tea, like a sun tea, except oh. you don't put it in the sun at all. Okay. So it just soaks. Yeah, basically. And the whole point is you get some of the flavor. The I guess the the big perk to cold brew coffee is that the cold water doesn't, I think, extract any of the acidity. So, okay. So if you have someone who has like heartburn issues with coffee or uh-huh. you don't like that acidity, cold brew gets rid of all that. Okay. Oh, interesting. But I don't think it's as strong. It's good. Yeah. But it is I'm weaker. like with Greg, I would rather just make like like a triple espresso shot and then just ice it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, and it's gonna it's gonna thin out a little bit, but you made a triple shot, so uh, yeah. Okay. So in the end, it's all gonna work out. Yeah, I Maybe get the appeal of cold coffee. Like I get that, but yeah, I, think I mean we it's need good. To get an I make espresso it just... maker for the studio, then probably. I'm surprised you guys don't have one of those Nespresso's already. Yeah, yeah. We should probably come up with a wish. We're gonna put up a a list, maybe. It's as Are if we, they we could, always say that. I know it's all. It's it, as if they could click on the Fun Employment Amazon link that would take you to. The Amazon, like, Fun Employment's wish list. That is so I know. crazy, Aaron. I don't know about this future that you're talking about. And then if about. they like, well, I don't want to find these fuckers or anything. I just want to buy for myself. They can still click well, them. Well, that's fine, too. But yeah. they're, they're already there. Yeah, but you're already there. They're already there. They're like, eh. Perhaps uh, tomorrow there will be a Fun Employment Radio wish list up there. Yeah, but if you get a machine, get an espresso. Don't get the Keurigs. Keurigs are bullshit. Oh, okay. yeah. No, my parents yeah. have one. Every time I use it, I feel so guilty because there's so much waste. Yeah. I, I ended and up the getting... coffee's not good either. Yeah, it's not. Amazing. It tastes exactly like watered down like diner coffee. Somebody sorry, on, sorry, Keelan. Somebody on some site I'm on on Facebook posted that they had a, f- a free Keurig in the neighborhood. Keurig. And I was like, how do you say it? <laughs> I forgot that you call it a Keurig. Ke- what do you say? Keurig? It's, it's Keurig. It's like an IG. Keurig. 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 See, you said it. Keurig. Wait, Aaron, say it. Keurig. Keurig. But you said Keurig. 
Keurig. Keurig. <laughs> Keurig. Keurig. It's the name of the German military. It sounds like band. you're trying to say Keurig. courage, but you don't know how to pronounce it. I know, that's what I was <laughs> All right, well, anyway, Keurig. there was one in the neighborhood where it was free, and it was one of those things where the lady said, like, leave it on the, uh, she was just going to leave it on the front porch, she didn't want to yeah. talk to anybody, and so I went over there, but I felt weird, like, you had to walk up steps to go on her front porch, and I'm, like, yeah. grabbing a box off of it, and then walking off Oh, porch. we do it all the time. I'm like, it looks like I'm stealing something right Can now. Can you stuff outside? No, we're part of a buy-nothing group. It's actually really kind of cool. Like, if you have something you don't want anymore, and it's in good shape, you'd, like, you post on this group saying, hey, I've got this. You know, whoever wants it, you know, I'll draw, like, I'll use a random name. Comment below if you want it, and I'll use a random name generator at a certain time, and whoever picks it can come get it. And you leave a note saying, all right, I'm going to put it out there at, like, 5 p.m., you know, come get it. Huh. That's very trusting, yeah. Greg. Would you trust people in your neighborhood? To no. Come and, yeah. I don't know if I'd feel, I don't know how I'd feel about people coming up on my porch. I mean, they do anyway. Actually, yeah. that's true. They steal stuff anyway from me, so I suppose that's not that much different. Um, yeah, that'd be weird, but I, I felt weird when I was doing it. And I was going to, yeah. I was going to get it. I'm like, yeah, I look like I'm stealing something. And then I drove away like really fast, so it probably did. Yeah. And I probably look really suspicious because I was looking around. Oh, did you so do the shifty eye eyes contact. too? Well, I want to make eye contact with somebody, so it's like not stealing, not stealing. Oh, but then no. I just look way worse. No, you got to do that confident. You got to walk right up to it. Yeah, just pick Take it up it and then. Yeah, you know, you could maybe worse. like pretend to wave the per- like, hey, thanks. <laughs> right. But yeah, yeah, you can't do the shifty eye because yeah, then you I look like someone eye. who's stealing Amazon packages. That's that's how I felt. That's yeah. how I felt. I looked. Well, okay. Well, talking about my house in the neighborhood, I need to recap what happened this weekend. We need we need to talk about what happened. Yeah, this someone weekend Aaron's what happened up at, to date on this because if you're if you've been listening to the show, oh, God, what I'll ghost, sum up. What ghost choked you out tonight? Oh, it's not, not ghosts. Ghost. It's something scarier. And uh, to me, I don't know. It's, there's something very strange going on in the neighborhood. And I want to recap a bit what happened this last weekend. Because on Sunday, we had our Fun Employment Radio Experience live at the Landmark Saloon. And we did our live show there. And, and thank every- you so much to everyone for coming. That was such a great day. And seriously, yeah. Thank you for, for those of you that came to the VIP section uh, and, and for Bingo for all of it. But during the- And I want to give a shout out to Neil. And his dad and Neil's visiting yes. from Wisconsin. Yes. Neil's and, uh, and in graduate that, school in Wisconsin? Yes. yes. And so he's home for the summer. And it was very awesome to meet you, Neil. And I hope we see you at some events this summer, including maybe one that is happening tomorrow that we'll be talking about. Ooh. Oh, for, yes, indeed. For, yes, yeah. absolutely. Not ours, but I know yeah. you scared yeah. me for a second. I'm like, what did I forget? Okay. What no. are we doing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yes, and, and so it was really, really cool. So we had the event, and we tried to make each one of these live shows different from the last. And this one was more of an interactive show in that I had a display. There was a, there was a diagram that was drawn kind of recapping what's been happening at my house. Well, it was like science fair. <laughs> it was. Yeah. I had a laser pointer. It was like the worst wow. science fair ever <laughs> about rats and methods. Well, yeah, so it was talking about my house and what's been going on. So if you... <laughs> Know this, you can listen to last week's episodes where I talk about the rats that are coming over from my neighbor's property. And it used to be the meth head house. Now, I don't know what it is. It was a Russian gangster hangout. Now I don't know if it's that either. But the, my neighbor's house is completely overgrown in the backyard. I share a fence. <laughs> the rats have come over. I accidentally touched one, which is still giving me nightmares. It was this right hand, my rat hand. Uh, that touched it. It's not your right hand anymore. It's, it's your my rat, rat hand. hand. It's forever tainted. <laughs> Sounds like he's saying it with an accent. It's, it's this my is rat my hand. rat I will, hand. I will forever my look at it. My rat hand doesn't touch the varmint. I have been <laughs> unclean ever since. Yes. I will forever not completely trust my right hand now after it accidentally touched a rat. It's still gross. The, the sense, the feeling of the fur and the warmth, how hot it was. Oh, wait a minute. Oh. Are you, are you so right-handed? Hot. Yes. Mm, that means it's that hand. This hand. <gasps> This hand is the rat hand. Oh, well, Greg is getting all flummoxed a bit. Oh, because you know, it's the it's the it's 
the well, hand. It's the dominant hand that does the bulk of the work. Yeah. Oh. Here, do you want me to grab paper towels? Uh, well, I think it's, yeah, maybe. maybe You're going to have to retrain yourself to just become a lefty. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Um, so, so, oh, can we turn off that? Hey, the radio's on in the other room. <laughs> yeah, All right, here we go. <laughs> All right, so, thank you, sir. Um, so anyway, so that happened, and then I've been talking about this. The main thing is I've been talking about how I have to go over there to the neighbor's house, see who's there, try to find out who's in charge, <laughs> and have to tell them, you know, you got to clean up your backyard because you got rats. Right. You got a bunch of them. And you got a bunch a of a bunch of them. Well, at least three of them. And so I so I went over there, and here's the thing. And this is part of what the live show was. Which again, thank you to everybody who came for that. I don't know if I'm even going to be able to get this video to work for people <laughs> afterward. I think you had to see it live. It was a whole thing, and and you all know that we're there. So explaining it though, that so that they have the I have the fence that separates my house from their house. There's the backyard that's all screwed up. There's the property. Where the there's an apartment on it, apartment-ish, and then there's kind of an empty room where it used to be a beauty parlor, but it's all attached to one building. Right. And now there's a new section where in the driveway, there are now these two food carts that have shown up. <laughs> and the food carts, one of them I went to a couple of weeks ago because I'm like, all right, I'll try the neighborhood food cart. And I went over there, and all they had was like an A-frame sign with pictures of food. No no names of what the food no was. No descriptions, no prices, right? No descriptions, no prices. There were no... <laughs> I asked him, I'm like, oh, do you have a menu? He's like, no. Like, oh, all right. Pictures. So it's just pictures of food. <laughs> and I just have to point just to the Just like a Denny's. Yeah. <laughs> pick a picture. <laughs> just pick a picture and no prices. And they also had... Uh, they were out of chicken and they were out of beef. And and so I'm like, oh, all right, I'll still try it. I'm like, can you make a pastor quesadilla? It's like, yes. I'm like, okay, can I pay with my card? Nope. I'm like... Like, all right, well, at this point, I don't have cash, so I gave it a shot. I'm out. And, and so these were the people I thought I was going to back, come back over to talk to because <laughs> they're the only ones that are ever there. There's nobody in the apartment. There's nobody in the other section of that building. So I went over there. on This was on Saturday. And I walked up, and it turns out the people who run the carts, they seem like they're actually very nice. And, and, I and talked they're to them. not the homeowners. They are, uh, no, that's what I'm going to clarify. They're completely different, right. yes. So they don't own the home. They're renting that, just that spot. For their two food carts, just the driveway is because that's basically renting. the driveway to that building. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And so they just rent that little section. So I, I think we drove by you the day you were talking to them because we were coming back right. from a friend's graduation party. And that's because everyone said something about, uh, uh, before we started the show. So yeah, if I was over there talking to them, that yeah. had to be it. That was that day. It was yeah, Saturday. It was me and like three people out there, and I was talking to this woman. Yeah. Who was, Saturday around four thirty. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> that, yeah. That's exactly when I was over there. Holy crap. Yeah. Jenna were like, "What's Greg doing out there?" I was like, "I don't know. Let's yell at him though." We didn't, but <laughs> that would have confused it even more because there was a bit of a language barrier, and uh, the, uh, the woman that I was talking to spoke the most English. And at first, I think she thought I was accusing her of having rats. I'm like, no. Not you. The property has them. I'm like, you should be concerned as well. Like, I'm, I'm talking to you because we got to do something. So there's something. a language barrier like, and you're throwing words like concerned at her? <laughs> well, no, because I'm like, you know, she should be concerned. They've got yeah. two food carts there and you got a, you know, a whole field of rats behind you. She should be concerned about it as much as I am. We should be teaming up is what it is. And so eventually, I, we, we, I not really wish I'd have driven by and just yelled at him. Oh, I wish while he, while he's so explaining much. it, don't listen to him. He's haunted by a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> it would have confused them so much in that time. Like, you know, a when you're demon trying... lives in his house. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when yes. there's like a language barrier, it takes so long to finally we're on the same page at something. If you had done that, it would have confused the shit out of her. Damn it. Uh, and, and me at that yeah. point. So anyway, we got, we got down to the, to the bottom line was, um, you know, that, that she doesn't know who owns 
the house, really. They rent it from somebody else who's renting it. And there's some guy, she said, downtown that they try to get a hold of, but he's always too busy to come do anything. Sure. So she told me they had received a call from the health department, though, about the house. And this, here's where I'm going to get into the two weird things. So they got a receipt from the, from the health department about the house saying that someone had been living in the basement of the building. I had no idea there was a basement. Yeah, my first thought was, there's a fucking basement over it's there? It's exactly what I asked her. I'm yeah. like, there's, there's a basement? Because I'm yeah. trying to think. I've driven by many times. There's no... In what way would you ever story... think there was a basement? Yeah. It's, honestly, it's a one-story building that needs to be torn down. You know, it should be it should be probably burned. It should be and condemned. Bleached. It oh, should not like afterward. A, and like then a, like a pit that they've just dug. Oh god. I don't know. With a like a trap door. I don't know. Like I had no idea oh, there was like one. Oh, like an Amber and Nate's old house. Remember that weird old pit that they had? Oh yeah, with satanic symbols with that were the all drawn around symbols? it. Or maybe yeah, it's like an yeah. old shitty like fallout shelter that was built not a clue. And they're still like, no, oh, I just rent that out as the baseball. Oh, Part of man. why I want to become friends with this lady next door is I want her to take me down there. So I want to, I want to be able to go to this basement. But nonetheless, she but she's said, just food cart lady. She's just food cart lady. So she had access to the basement at some point. And she, she said, I went down there and it didn't look like anybody was living there. So I didn't know what they were talking about. Then, then there's, there's three questions that I have here at the end of this. Now, on top of that, because they have the rats in the backyard, she has been, what she's been doing is her and her husband built this plywood fence that blocks off from the driveway to the backyard. So yeah. the back, backyard being separating my place from where they are in the Yeah, driveway. when I drove by, it didn't look like some like ramshackle food cart. It felt like no. they were putting real work in. Now yeah, I feel sorry for them if they're going to get yeah. screwed they over. They were, yeah. And when I, that's, <laughs> they were painting everything. They've got like bench seating. Like They seem like very nice people. They just chose a very poor spot to put their food carts <laughs> in. You know? But yeah, you take what you can get. Well, that sucks because they probably didn't know when they were leasing the no. driveway that they were going to be next to like potential meth heads and, or Russian gangsters. I mean, location-wise, it would make sense that that's going in there. There's nothing else around there. It's just... I mean, it's the, so smart, too, being like cl- closest yeah. to a school, like it's lots just of foot the traffic. one property you don't want to put uh, it right. on. Yeah. But that's, that's where they're at. They're doing the best they can. So they, they put up those plywood fence to kind of block off the backyard. And here's what she told me. She said they don't know who's living in the apartment back there. They've never seen anyone. But yeah. they think there's somebody back there. And on top of that, every night, somebody is kicking out the fence that they have put up from the inside and going out it. And she was showing me. She's like, we have to put this up every, every night. Somebody's knocking it down. And coming, coming from the and it's like coming from the inside because it's knocked out from the inside. So the only other door in there, because there is another fence, but it is, like, chained up. Right. Nobody uses the other fence. So Yeah, the other gate. The other yeah. gate, yeah. So, I mean, the only place the person could be coming from was the house. Somebody's coming from the house or the basement. That's where they keep, like, out of the one son that no one talks about. No one has seen this guy, whoever it is, or whatever it is. Right. So my questions are, why would the health department be calling them about the property that they're renting from? Because they're not the primary renters. That means I don't think it's the health department that called them. I think there's something else going on there. I Wait, think, I what? think that was I think that was somebody checking up on something. Like, why would the health department call them? It makes no sense. Unless they're the only ones that have a public number. Oh, Although maybe, I guess they can look but, up the property, but if a phone's yeah. been disconnected, they won't get through. So they maybe. know there's a business there, so they call them. Maybe. Wait, so, Greg, are you speculating that you think someone was pretending to be the health department? I'm speculating somebody's pretending because they want to see what they know. They want to see what the food cart people know. And then on top of that, um, they, she said it doesn't look like anybody was living in the basement. So I don't know. Is somebody down there or not? And thirdly, why is someone breaking out in the middle of the night? Every night they're breaking out. 
And then going back in in the next day. And then, or the, before, before the sun comes in. up. Yeah, before the sun comes up. Yeah, are they like leaving night. through the fence and then Roaming going in the front door? The property, I don't know. I don't know. And they don't know either. Is there a way you can set up a camera from your spot to see that area? Yes. Oh, you have to do it. Wait, but yes, I could. Isn't that illegal? No. If it's just my backyard. But if he's videoing like somebody else's property. No. Things walk in front of the yard. I like how we're whispering like that's like making it less illegal. Technically, I mean, I would just be, it'd be my backyard. That's just in the background. You know, because yeah, it's just because a security camera in his backyard. So, like, yeah. if your backyard is in the foreground of this, and you just so happen to accidentally yeah, catch something just in, in the background. neighbor's yard, I was filming my tree. I wanted to film my tree to see if I mean it's a very big tree. You want to, to make see if sure rats that rats were going up in the middle yes. of the night, <laughs> mm-hmm. and I happened to catch that backyard. I could actually, I could get a shot of it. Yeah. Oh, you have to do. Well, that. you have to you do have it. To I have mean, to do it. Because see, on Sunday we were talking about it. Tristan was speculating that it could maybe be like a rat king. Yes, like one of those which bowls I, of rats that just I was unaware out. of what a rat king was before this. It, oh God, it's one of the most disturbing. Things I have I've never. Ever. I didn't quite know what a rat king was. So in case anybody doesn't know, a rat king is when a bunch of <laughs> rats get their tails knotted together and then, in some sense, actually become one giant super rat ball oh. that they can't disattach from. Like, they're so entangled that they all just kind of exist as they one. They all have to work together. They it's... all work together as, like, a rat wheel, a rat ball. <laughs> and that was the speculation of maybe it's a rat ball that's, like, coming out in the middle of the night it and busting out, out the, the door. The and like, night. going down the streets of southeast Portland. Like, if you're in a dark alley, watch out for the rat ball. Like, just gnawing teeth and eyes. Like, yeah. Yeah. There's so no good there's conclusion. That. There's nothing like there's no like beautiful princess that's now, going out no. during the night. Three yeah. people in the live chat for the Fun Employment Ready Supporters Club are already speculating vampires that it could be a vampire that's living down there. Vampire. Now, I if it is a vampire, vampire, you are human. And it was yeah. living in the basement. It wouldn't need have a lot of need for things. It could like hide in a little nook or something like that. It's true. It's true. like Peter from what we do in the shadows. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Peter. Peter. <laughs> so, so it could be that. Well, I was just thinking this you went is from... the scariest time of the day. <laughs> so you yeah, went no from... sun's down. <laughs> so you went from heads to Russian gangsters to, to vampire. vampires. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that is I could have a vampire down there. Pretty to be fair, recently. out of the three of those, I would take vampires because vampires have rules. Yeah, that's true. Oh. Can't go in your house unless you invite them in. That's true. Yeah. Maybe they're rats or scouts. Well, it wouldn't show up on a video if I was filming, right? They don't show up on camera. Or is that how that works? No, I, oh, they can. They don't, Digitally now they can, yeah. right? It's okay. the reflection they can't see. Okay, so that so they could still show up on camera. Yeah. Um, oh, boy. Okay, this... I mean, vampires. <laughs> I vampires. love how we're like, living in a time where I'm like, oh, vampires actually seem like the most plausible. Yeah, <laughs> it could be Russian vampires. Oh. Oh, my God. Which have whole other rules. A weird thing going on there with yeah. the Russians. And, the, and then it got into meth. So it's a methed out Russian vampire. Oh God! Man. That is not what you want. This to do. is how like Resident Evil starts. <laughs> this oh is bad. God! Bad. Now you have to go investigate. You're, oh, Why don't patient you, zeros <clears throat> over there? Why don't you just wait outside, like across the street, and just watch? Yeah, just park your car there, or like, well, go no, go Pull rent out a, a folding chair. And go just rent stare. a car. Don't use your car, mm. but with super tinted windows. So yeah, rent. Can tell go get you. one of those car to goes. Yeah. Okay. Nobody will know it's you. Just park it across there. the street, across from the pods. I got to be real careful because across from there, there's a real angry guy that lives there. Um, oh, is it the? He's a biker dude who's pissed off at the world. Seems like an angry man. Oh, oh he's yeah. a prick. Yeah. yeah, that guy's a prick. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I don't know if I want to be a, near him. I'd rather deal with the vampire than get stabbed by the a messy Russian vampire. Jesus a messy Russian vampire is what I could be dealing with. Who has rats all around him? 
No, Cammy's saying that the rats could be the vampires, like they're familiars. What's that mean? What's a familiar? I think it means like they're um, like they're partners in crime. Yeah, isn't it? they're animals or people that you control to do your bidding when the sun's up. <gasps> oh my god, I didn't even think about that. These are legitimate concerns. I need to be cons- need to be thinking about. This is the greatest story idea ever, though. Because now I'm imagining this kind of weird, like quirky horror comedy. You have to write yeah. it. We're like in the modern era, like van- like because back in the day, vampires used to hoard like gold and virgins, and people worship uh, them. But you can't do that shit anymore. I like yeah. how you just randomly gold and virgin. Whatever, like you can't do that shit to make money anymore because you'll just get staked immediately. Yeah. But vampires have all these crypts or whatever, and they're underground. So the best way to keep paying for their land is they just lease it out to food pods. Yeah. So I love the ideas of like there's just a whole vampire kingdom living under all the food pods. Aaron, I know you have a bunch of projects. That you can't quite math. talk about yet that you <laughs> yeah. have been working on. However, maybe in the interim, until you can, you know, announce all these projects you've been doing, maybe you should do the should do, Russian think, meth vampires should, and the food cart. I should work more on that. That's a fun one. That can pair up with my weird werewolf story. Oh, we can have yeah, a whole investigation. Yeah, we have this whole thing that every werewolf you ever see in the movies is always a female. Hmm. They always play men. They don't get to play themselves. Because the rate, the MPAA won't allow uh, werewolf dongs on screen. <laughs> so whenever you see a naked werewolf, it's actually a female werewolf because they, they don't want to have to digitize out wolf dorks. Wolf dongs. Huh. And they're all trying to unionize because they're still getting paid as badly as regular female actresses are. So but they're would, but they're being they're playing males. So how would the, <laughs> the female werewolves? How would they become friends with the Russian meth vampires? I don't know. I have to work on it. Got to work. Russian it. mafia <gasps> meth vampire. Maybe it's a day job for one of them working the in the food cart. Night. Like they need something to do during the day. Yeah, that's true. They yeah. still got to have a day job. The residuals aren't that good anymore. Mm-hmm. Wow! Oh yeah, no, CGI is taking it all away. Yeah. There's the, as, as they get better, like CGI fur, like they're losing their jobs. And... Oh my god! No, I'm right. thinking more about this now. The Russian mafia meth vampire <laughs> with its trusty pal Rat King. Oh my god! And, the, and maybe um, you know he has a little crush on the Dame Madam Werewolf. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. We could maybe work that in there too. I think you guys could like... cosplay that actually. Sarah would make a really good Russian vampire, and Greg could make a pretty good Rat King. <laughs> That's so <laughs> nice of you. You're welcome. Thank oh. you. Oh, God, the Rat King gives me nightmares. Oh, my God, I could totally be a scary Russian vampire. Yeah, and you could dress like an old Russian Orthodox nun, do, like, the long nails and only use a Russian accent, and mm-hmm. you just... <laughs> mm-hmm. His name would be Victor. 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 The Rat King. Victor the Rat King. And you just be like, whatever you say, mistress. Ew, yeah, the oh, God. You have to have a bunch of other like rats, twirling. like, dangling from you. Yeah. Tails and like... <laughs> you have to have, like, you know... 70 other teeth. rats attached to your oh, tail. He gets no, all, when he gets all rats. lippy, you play a little flute and it gets him right in the yard. No, and it gets them online. But all the rats, their mouths move in unison. They speak as one. Mm-hmm. All of the mouths move at the same time. Yeah, that's oh. pretty awesome. Oh my God. It's like one sentient being. And at the end, you all have just a really shitty pastor quesadilla. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's it. It all just led up to one Out of chicken again. <laughs> oh, no. And you introduce them to Square. <laughs> and they can start taking cards. The yeah. end. <laughs> Sorry about the fence. <laughs> well, anyway, that's what's going on. All right, on. so that's something good. All right. That's what's been happening. So we do want to talk to Aaron about... Uh, <laughs> Switching. <laughs> Switching gears Segway here. that shit. Woo. Yeah, Sarah, figure out the segue. Oh, I am. All right, so we were talking about Aaron and his projects that he can't quite talk about. About, but when he can, we would we're going to be having him on to talk about that. One of them might or might not include uh, methy Russian vampires. No, it does not include that. But uh, in the meantime, in between time, you have an event coming up. We do. We've got Look at a. That. It's super Woo! classy too. 
So, so classy as it's fuck. It's really classy. Yeah. So Geek in the City is teaming up with Pairings Portland. It is a non-snooty wine shop here in Portland. Oh, I like that like definition. Yeah, no, like that's basically it. they're trying to they're trying to take away like the snobbery of 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 wine tastings. And uh, so, yeah, it's called, you go to pairingsportland.com to find out about uh, all that they do. Like, they do pairings based on, like, the Avengers movies or Star Wars. Oh, cool. Like, so it's like pop culture things that are yeah, going Yeah, so, like, he, so this guy will study all these wines that he does. And he's like, I think this wine best encapsulates, you know, Thor or Iron Man or Black Widow or Black Panther. That's cool. And, like, he does it with Star, or Star Wars, too. Like, he says, I call this the Palpatine. You know, it's very, it's very dark and smoky and you can't really afford to be around it too much. <laughs> or, like, the Stormtrooper, which is a very forgettable wine, but you end up wanting to drink a lot of it and eventually it's going to take you out. Stuff like that. <laughs> So we are teaming up with them, and it's happening tomorrow, June 20th, uh, at 7 p.m. We are doing what we're calling Nerd Communion. Which is the best name. I, I love that what name. A, did you come up with that? Yeah. Of course you did. That was, that's great. <laughs> so yeah, so it's called Nerd Communion, and what it is is he has picked three wines based on the three hosts, myself, Denise, and Cable. So, by the way, it will be a nine-flight wine tasting of, like, wow. of like three-ounce pours. So, how many? Oh, I was going to ask how many ounces. Three-ounce pour is a decent pour. Yeah, and these are all like this isn't like two buck chuck type wine. Like, I think, like the, I think the average bottle is like forty-five. It's not Matthew. Oh, it's not the Matthew Fox brand that no. I get at Plaid Pantry. It's not for the one $3. I usually buy. Yeah. Hitting that grocery outlet run. <laughs> um, so, Which, by the way, really... do you know that Matthew Fox wine is actually Matthew Fox? No. I did not know that. Matthew. Oh, yeah, Matthew Fox. Oh. Party of Fives, Matthew yes, Fox. I did not know he owns a vineyard. A really shitty vineyard, by the way, because that wine is just awful. <laughs> you, yeah, he owns, he's but, in yeah. uh, Bend or Madras, Oregon. Yeah, something. Like Central Oregon. Yeah. yeah. So don't support Matthew Fox. Let's continue yeah, on with what Aaron's talking about. So what he's doing is he's basing, there's three wines on each of us, so nine wines total. And the wines are based on our astrological sign, uh-huh. our date of birth using numerology. And then we had listeners subject, submit, sorry, and subject. <laughs> and subject. Adjectives based on the three hosts. Ooh. So can and you say what your adjective, adjective is? for each one? Um, we sent them, I think, three each, and then he developed one more wine based on that. Wow. Um, let me see if I can find. I know I can... what your adjective would be. Uh, <laughs> Shiny. <laughs> see, what did I get? Uh, the ones I got were uh, empathic, which is very nice, or empathetic. What about creative? Uh No. Oh, and then I got talented. Sh- I got sharp. Sharp. Uh, the one that cracked me up was awkward. Oh, aren't we all? I can describe any one of us. Yeah, Denise room. got loyal, focused, and joyous. Awesome. Nice. Cable got passionate, caring, and wicked. And wicked. And wicked. All right. So, um, yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. So it's thirty dollars to attend. Which seems a little high until you realize it's a flight of nine wines. That's a lot of wine. And you get to go to something wine. called Nerd Communion, and yeah. you get to support an amazing local show. Yeah, we're going to yeah. broadcast live from Pairings Portland. We're starting at 7 o'clock. We'll probably get there around 6.30, and I'll have to do what Greg just did and fight with the board and get everything working. Yeah. All that, oh, all yeah. that fun stuff. Uh, make sure his Wi-Fi works okay. Uh, oh, God. Because we're going to try. If, if we can't, if the Wi-Fi doesn't work well enough, we'll still record it, but we may not be able to stream it. We're going to try. Yeah. Um, it's always the mystery spot doing any live thing. Uh, all the time. Yeah. But it's a really cool location. Uh, I mean, in fact, I should probably bring it up. Yep, I'm looking at it right now. It's 455 Northeast 24th Avenue, Paris, yeah. Portland, Wine Shop and Bar. So you can get tickets at the door, right? Yeah, you can only get them at the door. Okay, perfect. Yeah, it starts at 7 p.m. tomorrow, June 20th, so Wednesday. So we're That's not doing a live really show fun. on the network tomorrow because we'll be at Paris, Portland. 
Very cool. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm super excited. He does take a lot of the nerd stuff, not a lot of like the snooty stuff out of out of wine tasting. Well, and I think that's so creative when someone has like a different concept for like tasting themes and such, yeah. like to be able to put it into that. Like, I'm curious to know what your wines are going to taste. Yeah, like. me too. I have no idea what they're oh, going to so be it's like. A complete surprise to you. Too. We don't know either. We're going to show up tomorrow and find out what the wines will be like. That's cool. Yeah. Um, so and you- it's neat when you're there. Like, he actually has tiny. I mean, not tiny. I don't want to say aisles. They're shelves where he has uh, wines lined up of previous pairings. So I think if you go in there now, you can still see the Infinity Gauntlet pairings, um, the last, you know, like solo pairings. Oh, awesome. Um, But he also has a binder if you're curious about all the previous pairings he's ever done because he'll host private events and he'll ask you, what do you guys want your theme to be? Yeah. So he'll create that. Like the one he did that was really fun was um, I think he has it still listed. But he doesn't say who it's from, whatever, for legal reasons. Mm -hmm. But I believe he had a group of psychotherapists, and they asked him to pair nine wines with their favorite psychoses to study. Oh, wow. (laughs) And about what each wine was. So I think you can still look that. But yeah, but there's like, you know, the Buffy one, Firefly. There's a Twin Peaks tasting line. Stop it. So his binder has all these tasting lines. And then, yeah, starting Wednesday, there will be the Nerd Communion. That's (laughs) really cool. I mean, it's in the name. It's pairings, Portland. So it kind of just pairs. Yeah, yeah. And you can go in there and just buy a bottle and fucking drink it, too. But it's kind of fun to do that. And I do believe anyone there, if if you do the tasting... For, for tomorrow night at Nerd Communion, I think he knocks $5 off every wine bottle if you choose to buy one also. Oh, that's Oh, awesome. that's cool. That's yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. I love going to wine tastings because I don't have like a very refined palate. Yeah. But it's nice to know. But I do know what wine is garbage because that's all I drink. So when I get like a nicer <laughs> one, it's I'm like, oh my God, holy shit, this is what yeah. it's supposed to be. And you have that like. moment of like, well, I really wish I made more money because good know, wine's right? really good. <laughs> I know. Because <laughs> good wine is good. I mean, there's a reason why it's expensive because yeah. when it's done right, it's incredible. Yeah, and this yeah. place is really cool. I guess like 75% of all his wines, he doesn't, he goes to wineries that only do what's called uh, basically farmhouse or wild yeast. So whatever yeast is naturally found on the grapes and the leaves and the stems of that region. That's how it ferments. Oh, cool. So you get a That's real... Very here's what it sounds... Yeah, here's what it sounds really snooty. You get a real taste of the region where the wine's from. Uh-huh. And when you hear wine people say like, oh, I can actually taste like the grass from this hill in Bordeaux. Like, yeah, it sounds snotty, but it is just literally coming from like that region there's been no outside ingredients put into it that's cool I think so that's it is neat. it is kind of cool yeah because some places have particular tastes and smells they do you do start to figure that shit out oh like, I know you do you, start yeah. to notice certain things with all yeah of your, well, it's the same your thing with like scotch like the peatiness or the like scotch if it's different from a different region. yeah yeah exactly yeah. yeah you do the longer the you do it what's peatiness pe- what's that uh, it's the the peat moss that they will uh I, uh, Is you that know, what makes scotch it, taste so scotchy? Uh, no, not all scotchy. Not all of them, but usually what the... Uh, I said you know, it wrong last week and I got yelled at. Islay? Yeah, I'm probably going to get it wrong as well. It, it, when you Just try saying, it, you know it. Ones, right? Like there's yeah. a flavor, the peat flavor. Okay. It's like, uh, um, <laughs> it's like Lefroy. Band-Aids. Lefroy, Lefroy has it, right? Yeah. It's, got, yeah. it's like an iodine flavor. Okay. It, it tastes very much like the ocean. Like it's very... Harsh and salty and bitter. It's really. I mean, if you like those styles, it's fun. Mm. Yeah. It's also never hate it. It's also never the scotch you start with because it's a palate destroyer. Yeah. The higher the levels of peat, like it just. It's like people that smoke like a really dark, thick, robust cigar to start their evening off. Like you're not going to taste shit the rest of the night. Yeah. Because you've killed you've killed your buds on that. Whatever. 
Look at you, you guys are having like such a classy conversation right now. Oh. Kind of. We're, we half know what we're talking about. Yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> you're, you're doing great. Mind you, a lot of this comes from just me just drinking a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so by the end, you forget half of what you've learned. Yeah. Right. No. I mean, what I've learned has just been through osmosis of what just stuck in my head when someone said, well, you can tell that this was aged 10 years in a peat bog. And then it was, I'm like, mm. okay. okay. Sure scotch, can. Is, yeah. scotch, 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 yeah. The region it's from pretty easily. No, when you do like really the cool. tastings and you swish it around and then you're Oh, like, he'll tell you even how to do the the sipping and the breathing yeah. while you're sipping it. Does he he doesn't make you spit it out, does he? No, no, you you keep okay. it. Okay. Like when you keep everybody's it. like and this is what you spit in, I'm like, fuck you. No way. I've paid I paid this. That's yeah, my no. wine. I'm with you. I get why people do it, because if you're tasting thirty wines in a day, yeah, like that's like your yeah, thing. Like by you're wine ten, you're like, I, it's great. Everything's yeah. great. Um, Give me a kiss. But but there's a certain way you're supposed to like. I mean, you do the you no. Do I said case, not kiss. Yeah, I said case. It sounded it's like kiss. No case. Either either way. Let's well, no. give a kiss. <laughs> but wow. yeah, he do, he'll teach you how to like at the thing tomorrow. He'll teach people how to do the proper. Like you're not supposed to just sip it and mm, swish it around. Like there's uh, like as you're you sipping, some air, you're supposed you to aerate, aerate it, it and stuff, oh, and it brings out that. the flavors and aeration. yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. So, and that's going to be tomorrow. Tomorrow, June Wednesday, 20th. June 20th, 7 p.m. at Pairings, Portland. Which is at 455 Northeast 24th Avenue. Yeah. That's that's so cool. It's really cool. It's right across the street from, like, there's, like, uh, like the Unamas Taco Joint, uh, the Pie Place. So oh, if you nice. want to get food ahead of time or after, like, oh, you've yeah, got, you've got tons there. of options, like, right there. Yeah, and it's also right by that, that like, super bougie uh, grocery store. Oh, that has like the knee tarts, oysters, and oh, okay. pot, and where Pasta Works moved to. Oh, yeah, okay. it's that area. I always feel so dirty when I go and like go near places like that. I don't go in. I mean, heaven forbid. Just all slovenly. Uh, I'm like, oh, let's go. Do you have hot dogs? <laughs> <laughs> uh, we do. We have, we have uncured yeah. buffalo hot dog. They are twelve dollars for four. Oh. Yes, exactly. Yeah, twelve dollars for four. What yeah, are you? He really doesn't know his hot dogs. What are you? They are You're good. Like, so well, out of touch. I mean, are you buying them? No, the are they already the made? Packaged. Oh, packaged? No. Yeah, no. but they are really good hot dogs. Oh, if I you bet. Have them. I bet they are. Uh, like I told Sarah about the hot dog joint in my neighborhood now. Oh, that sounds so good. That's pretty awesome. They make their own hot dogs and their own ice cream. I don't ever have to leave I know. that place. Aaron and I were talking and about that. And it's across from like, a really okay. good brewery. So I'm like, Psh, whatever. After Beer, my high school reunion, I'm going there with you, and we're going to have a hot dog ice cream party, okay? All right. All right hot dog ice cream party. Hot dog. The best kind of party. <laughs> Hello. And they name them all after, like, musicians. So, like, there's Allison Kraut, and, yeah, no, pretty, <laughs> they're pretty great. They make their own pickles because, of course, they do. Why would they not? Yeah. Why would they not? We Literally across the street here. from a really good bar and a witch supply shop. Of course. <laughs> And this is why yeah. I still love, like, this even if everyone's like, sense. fuck Portland. I'm yeah, like, everyone's why you're like, There's still some, like, mm. Yeah, there's still <laughs> little <laughs> slivers of it. Yeah, yeah, still little slivers. You just have to look for them. Yep. They are the silver linings in the shit cloud that Portland has become. Right. That's awesome. All right. That was meant to be positive, but it sounded negative. It's positive. It is positive. Yes. Yeah, silver funny. lining. All right. Well, I have some world of crazy. Do you guys want to maybe yes. listen to a couple stories? Absolutely. Oh. That was kind of Dr. Sciencey there for a minute. Yes. No. Yes. Maybe Dr. Science can ask how wine, why wine tastes different. Oh. Yes. I haven't no. talked to Dr. Science in a long time. <laughs> yeah. I feel like you guys had a falling out, and maybe you should just let it be. We just haven't talked to be. each other for a while. You should just let it be. All right. Well, I know. Okay. First of all, let me do my thing. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah Still, and welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. Aaron, you should say crazy, too. Crazy. Thank you. Sorry, I just had a news thing come through my feed that's kind of freaking me out. Oh, is it bad? <clears throat> uh, is it all bad? No. Apparently, 
Patrick Stewart just signed on for an unconfirmed new Star Trek show. Jesus Christ. What, really? Okay, I thought when you said apparently Patrick Stewart, I'm like, don't you No, dare, I said because it wasn't bad. Yeah, they just announced. Huh. That's interesting. Well, hot damn. Three new shows potentially in develop on CBS All Accents. <laughs> wow. Anyway, sorry. <clears throat> all right. <clears throat> First up, a story out of New Zealand. And I think we have all been to this exhibit, so we might know exactly what this is talking about. Did we all um, go to uh, Body Worlds? Oh, yeah, yeah. No. Long time ago. I didn't you never went to Body Worlds? No, I did not want to go to Body Worlds. Oh, I found it fascinating. No, it disturbs me. So Body, oh, really? like Body yeah. Worlds is like this exhibit where there are a bunch of cadavers where basically um, they have them... Where you can basically like analyze different parts of the body. They uh, have them all like sprayed with this like fancy plastic it's stuff. Like plasticine they yeah. inject in, and yeah, yeah. And so you can see like there are all these exhibits with like people's like what the inside of a head looks like, what a body looks like, what the intestines look like, all stretched out. There are people. Then they like put them in positions where one looks like you know a jockey on a horse or like riding a bike. Like, but it's all cadavers. It's all I was amazed people. at the ones where like they were able to remove the entire nervous system. Oh my god, that's crazy! And, st- or, like, and they would just all put it in that vessel. big glass. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no thanks. <clears throat> it's it was fast. No I found thanks. this just fascinating. I remember being freaked out the most by the camel. <gasps> that one was freaky. That was free- also because I'm like camels are fucking. There's huge. a camel, and one time I went to a few of them. One the other time there was an elephant. I never and saw that. It was a pregnant one. Wow. elephant. Like what? It's oh yeah. Like, it's, oh, it's just crazy. So basically, it's, Gross. it's like human <laughs> bodies, like different pieces of them. They can be like cut in half to display. It's basically educational, yeah. but it's also pretty disturbing. I can't. Bl- I thought that we went to one together, Greg. No. Mm-mm. No, this is a. Uh, huh. Nope, I did not go. I mean, this would have like, been. No, the KUFO like did something with them or something like that. But no, I, 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 I I'm not into it. I think I this a was times. a few months before Greg had joined Emerson Show. Okay, because we were there for a long time. Like 970 was like a co-sponsor of the yes. event. Yes, yes, yes. But I think it was when Greg was still like a jamming and like the two weren't mixing. He was a jamming. 107.5. Because it yeah, was yeah. a radio station gig. I remember that. Yeah. No, yeah. I remember it being around. There were, like, free tickets that were offered and all that stuff. I yeah. just, uh-uh. I found it fast. Like, I thought I was going to be more grossed out than I was, and it really, <clears throat> it was just kind of beautiful the way that they took, because people all donate their bodies to this. Like, yeah. it's for science, and some of them are, I mean, some of it's pretty freaky looking, but it's pretty cool. Yeah. Anyway, Body <laughs> Worlds, that's what it is. A New Zealand man is in trouble after he decided to steal human toes from the Body Worlds exhibit. Huh. The incident occurred last month with a 28-year-old man visiting Body World's Vital Exhibition in Auckland allegedly swiped the toes. Wow. Do you want to know how much a, a cadaver toe is worth? I bet you it's expensive. Yeah. Guess how? Guess, guess one of the For toes. For one toe? For one toe. Let's see. So, yeah. It doesn't say how many $500. 5200 So close. $5,500 each. Wow. For a cadaver. For a Body World's cadaver Who's toe. Who's paying yeah. that much for it? Is it because it's from Body Worlds or just because it's a cadaver toe? Is it like a celebrity cadaver toe? I'm guessing toe it's, the, it's I think the, it's cuz I'm guessing cuz it's the Body Worlds thing. Yeah, and know? I mean there's a lot of work put into making sure those are well preserved. <sighs> yeah. And who steals people's toes? That bar in Alaska that drops it in the bot in the beer. Oh, that's <laughs> oh, true, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well the man's name has not been released by authorities and he'll remain in custody and will appear in court on July 2nd. So there's keeping him in there till July. Did you 2nd. fill out the form at the end? To be considered when you die, because <gasps> remember they it. had. I the f- still have the paperwork. I never filled it. Did you do it? Are I think I still it? have it. I don't think I, I think sent I have it, it in. too. No, I never. Yeah, when you leave the exhibit, you can they, if they you can want sign up to be say. considered for it. Yeah, because they don't take everybody. I no. Yeah. Yeah. No thanks for me. Did but you then sign you up? don't. No, but it's fascinating when you read it too because they tell you if you sign up for it, they don't tell you specifically what you're going to be used for. 
So they yeah. don't know what. So it's yeah. not like you're going to be positioned as if you're shooting a bow and arrow, or it could be like, and you're cut into 17 pieces, and all your different halves are going to be on different parts of the wall. Like right. uh, it could just be, or not halves, but parts. Right. So it doesn't say what that was because I had been thinking about it, and then when they say they're not going to say what they do to you, I'm like, eh. Well, anyway, for stealing, I don't need toast. people seeing a plasticine version of my ass for the end of time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I want to Her travel sweat around the are world. Enormous. <laughs> wow, I really <laughs> like, got you're talking about how you're sweating. It's yeah, true. I was talking about it. Oh my gosh, maybe they could find out what why your ass sets things off once and for I all. Though I know, I need to find that out. They plasticine you. Come see the amazing woman with the metallic <laughs> butt veins. Well, uh, this gentleman who decided to steal cadaver toes is facing seven years in prison and an additional two years for interfering with a dead body. Jeez. Yes. Well. So this is the first time that um, fuck around in New Zealand. That body yeah. Worlds has been in New Zealand, even though it's a world traveling exhibition, and apparently probably the last, since this is the only place people have tried to steal toes. Damn it, Frank, we finally got it here to show up. <laughs> go stealing toes. <laughs> All right, got a couple of stories out of Florida. Had a big coppet key. Big coppet key. Carpet key or copper? Coppet. Coppet. No, I'm not saying it with an accent. C-O-P-P-I-T-T. Coppet. Coppet. Okay. So I'm not saying like, oh, there's something on the carpet. <laughs> it's coppet. Coppet. Coppet key. Well, I thought... Okay, all right. <laughs> Big coppet key. Authorities say that a 48-year-old Florida man raised a can of beer and chugged it after a, deputy, a sheriff's deputy stopped him on suspicion of drunk driving. That's the smartest thing that you should always do. <laughs> Sir, have you been drinking? No, but I am now. Cheers. Uh, so Daryl Royal, that's his name, uh, told Monroe County Sheriff's Investigators he was scared when he fled in his pickup truck as the deputy stepped out of his patrol car. He drove for a short distance before stopping. He had three prior DUI convictions. And a fourth is pending, but yet he's still driving. What is with Florida? Uh, the report Florida, says that uh, Daryl Royal got out of his truck, beer can in his hand, shrugged, and chugged it. <laughs> well, now he faces numerous charges, including felony DUI, fleeing from a deputy, driving with a suspended license. Oh, so his license was suspended there. And failure to I mean, at that point, you might as well chug the beer. Test. You're going to jail. Yeah. So, He's, I mean, you might as well chug your beer before you. I know. It's like, well, I'm fucked. Yep. Uh, well, now he isn't currently in jail without bond, and records don't list that he has a lawyer. <laughs> that is one of the things. If I was a cop, I'd be like, "Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, whatever, man. And you know, yeah. it's over. You know what's it's happening, fun. right? Yeah. You're going to, jail. yeah, you're going. You know, go ahead and go ahead and finish it off. It's gonna be your last beer for a while, especially if it's gonna be like your fifth DUI. Jesus Christ, almighty. Yeah, yeah. All right, and another. Here's another Florida man in Largo, Florida. A Largo man is accused of vandalizing a home. And told deputies that he did it because he had listened to too much music and masturbated too much, oh. which caused him to feel like he was he needed to go out and destroy stuff. <laughs> I don't doesn't say okay. okay. That is an interesting way that you put all that together. There. Largo okay. police officers responded to a home after someone reported seeing a man smashing a mailbox. When police arrived, they said they found wow he has a lot of names: William, Timothy, Anderson, Thomas. William Timothy Anderson Thomas. Must be very wealthy. He's very yes, wealthy. Sounds like it. Mm-hmm. 25 years old, uh, on the property, shirtless and covered in dirt. Uh, <laughs> according to the arrest, a, a trailer tire had been flattened, a window on the house was broken out, and a mailbox, a real estate sign, and a garden angel were all smashed in front of him. The guard, what did the garden angel do? <laughs> what did it do? Oh, William <laughs> Timothy, not the cherub. <laughs> William <laughs> Timothy Anderson Thomas, you get in here. That's well, too good for having nothing but first names. <laughs> I'm just impressed you guys all remember all the names. William oh, Timothy yeah. Anderson and Thomas willfully admitted to maliciously damaging the property. He also stated that he had, quote, listened to too much music and masturbated too much and felt like going out and destroying shit. 
I um, love that's what riles him up. Like I know one more time. Like I can imagine like living some heavy, like some hard metal and you're like I'm all pumped. But like who gets pissed after jerking <laughs> off? I don't know. I would just want to know what kind of music he's listening to. Yeah, what it is that yeah gets them all. And is he like masturbating to the music? Like is that something? Actually, I don't want to know. Never mind. Don't want to know. I don't. Yeah, just only jerks on twos and fours. <laughs> Darkness imprisoning me. Yeah, see, yeah. It's like a metronome. Uh-huh. <laughs> Listen right. to this Andrew WK, you yank it right up. <laughs> it's time to pot. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Thomas. She is beautiful. William Timothy Anderson Thomas was arrested and charged with burglary, burglary and criminal mischief. Well, what did he break into? Uh, it doesn't say. Oh, Maybe because of the, the garden stuff? Maybe he stole because he stole the oh, real estate sign yeah. and broke it or something. Okay. All right. And then finally, I wanted to bring this up because <laughs> I found this story. And Aaron, of course, is our friend to – well, he's a friend for many reasons. But one of which, he knows a lot about the paranormal stuff, which mm. I had never actually heard of this place. And I used to live right near here. So I wanted to know if you guys had heard of this, which is the Bothell Hell House in Bothell, Washington. I've heard of it. I haven't researched a lot of it, but I've heard places that, in, that groups have investigated it. I've always wanted to know more. Yeah, I have never heard about this because I actually grew up um, when I was living in Seattle. I lived in North Seattle and most of the people I went to school with, including a lot of my friends, lived in Bothell, which was just like a pretty she-she like little yeah. you know, yeah, like area. Yeah, it's like a rich area, right? Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. A, it's almost like a little resort town inside, like on the outskirts of yeah. Seattle. Yeah, I've heard of so uh, actually on my weird sites that I go to before I go to bed, which is why I have nightmares. Um, <laughs> they listed the Bothell Hell House, and I haven't done a whole bunch. I haven't been able to go on that. It's saved on my list, so I can read it tonight when I want to. Well, let me tell, tell you me a about bit. the Bothell Hell House. All right, so a okay, Bothell I'm gonna, do, I'm gonna do the same thing tonight. Yeah, yeah I, know, I know, and I'm exactly. actually I am too. So a Bothell native has re- recently published a book called The Bothell Hell House, which details the four years in which him and his now ex girlfriend lived inside of this house. So paranormal investigators recently published findings regarding the Bothell Hell, Hell House that plagued multiple residents over the years. So this guy's name is Keith Linder, and he recently published uh, the book The Bothell Hell House: Poltergeist of Washington State. He lived in the house for four years before moving out in 2016. He reported various paranormal incidents plagued him and his girlfriend, including floating objects, strange symbols that would appear out of nowhere, and spontaneous fires. Wow. So the book itself covered a four-year ordeal with the haunting that took place in the home. This is the first time either of them had 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 any paranormal experiences, so they were pretty freaked out. So he was an IT project uh, manager, and the story follows him and his ex-girlfriend chronologically outlining the haunting so he's planning on publishing two more books so he kept reaching out to people nobody would believe him he said that he reached out to a couple of mediums who said they couldn't pick up anything he kept reaching out eventually internationally and contacted a man by the name of Don Phillips yeah I think also Zach Zach Bagans crew investigated it is that the ghost adventure? Yeah. Okay. See the guy that yells at the ghost? Yeah. The Roy Bro, dude. You're yeah. evil. You go. Bro, I remember. Right now. now I remember it was a big yeah. deal though, because it was one of the quote rare times that they didn't find shit. Yeah. Huh. And like he was really bummed out. He's like, I remember now he was talking. He's like, my life has sucked in this house. Yep. And so, they're like, and they didn't find anything. Nah, sorry, man. Like, if it's haunted, they didn't show us that night, which is not something that group ever admits to. Yeah, because it says Travel huh. Channel's Ghost <laughs> Adventures conducted their first investigation after Linder reached out to them desperately, which found no evidence to support his claim. Um, it was featured in an episode centered around hauntings in Seattle. The in- initial lack of evidence discredited him in his claims. He said it was a dark time in his life. All he wanted was someone to help him prove something was real, and it was really hard. Uh, he kept reaching out. Then he contacted Don Phillips. Um, Phillips is well known in his field for skills and finding evidence that be, goes beyond a simple, a simple K11, or is that a K11? 
meter. I don't know. It says K11. K2. Okay. Which measures ambient electromagnetic fields and is often used on uh, television to determine paranormal presences. So Phillips released a documentary um, in, that details his findings this month titled Demons in Seattle Uncovered, which I'm also going to be watching Man, tonight. Yeah, that sounds interesting. So it seems like he has been able to find something. Wait, is that he... a video you can watch? Demons in Seattle Uncovered? Yeah, it seems. Let me see. There's, there's a link. Let me see if this is. To look for that one. Yeah. American Supernatural. Dot com demons in Seattle, which okay, yeah, I'm totally looking. Documentary, at it. yeah. Let's oh, you can out. get a press kit. Oh, let's see if we can get on the uh, yeah, demons in Seattle uncovered. Right. Okay, yeah. yeah, we're gonna see what we can do about that. <laughs> all right. So anyway, so um, that Save is happening. That <laughs> so uh, Phillips has added he can't speak to the poltergeist activity that supposedly happened in the Bothell Hell House prior to his investigation. However, you can watch it in his video as ever. The salesperson. That's very smart. So anyway, the Bothell Hell House is apparently a thing, and I am looking forward to finding out more about it. Just yeah, to see if you learn awesome. That'd be cool. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, we use a K two meter in Greg's house. <gasps> is that what that was? One of the things. Yeah. Oh, we need to go back to Greg's. It only spiked in the uh, roommate bedroom and the attic. Oh yeah. Spiked a lot in the attic. Oh, that was so creepy. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. You can watch that investigation at funimportradio.com <laughs> slash yes. store. Always marketing. There the you Nightmare go. Nightmare Nibblers. <laughs> sale right now. Uh. Oh, that's your world of crazy. <laughs> um, I do have a little bit of ball talk that oh, we have yeah. to get to. All right. Just to recap a couple of things from over the weekend. And, oh, and I need to make a prediction. Oh, boy. Oh. Oh, there's so much going on. Oh, there's a lot. Oh, boy, howdy. All right, here we go. And there it is. All right. Woo. I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Balls. And here we go. Uh, Before we get to the, of course, big story of the weekend, the big news, Hmm? uh, a couple of things. One, I just thought this was interesting. In San Francisco, there's a company called Bear Bottle Brewery, and they are selling an IPA now called LeBron Tears. (laughs) says <laughs> it is a distillation of the tears from Sir James' game one loss in the NBA Finals. Of course, they went on to lose the entire Finals, getting swept. How can the they possibly words. do that without being sued? Um, I don't know. Actually, I don't know. They may not be able to. Yeah. Uh, they yeah. There's a. I mean, I feel like LeBron has like a team of people that would just squash that. Like, yeah, they've got a picture. Well, he didn't put his picture on the bottle. They said it's brewed with his tears. That's really amazing. Maybe I don't it's know. one of those things they can get away with the name as long as they don't show him, the team. Or basketball. Yeah. Or NBA. Or, yeah. It's so satirical. It's like there's no way anybody could possibly think it's actually brewed with his tears. Right. Um, I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, LeBron James tears. What kind of beer is it? It's an IPA. Of course, um, of course. It's some kind of an herb IPA. I don't know. <laughs> I saw that thing you posted the other day. Like, uh, IPA is like the pumpkin spice latte for, for white dudes. For white, for white dudes, dudes, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I that's pretty s- true. I got a couple so angry messages about that. Really? Why you got to make anything about race? I'm like, it was a joke. It's a joke. If you can't laugh at it. You can't laugh at it. It's a joke about IPAs. Like, you can be... Like if you're that the people that got up, really serious about IPAs, uh, the most variants of flavors. Oh, I love IPAs. That's a funny joke. Yeah, that's funny. All right. Well, <laughs> what do you mean about IPAs? How dare you? Make it out of their tears next time. Uh-uh. <laughs> All right. Moving on to ball talk. Uh, just a couple other things. Oregon State baseball lost on Friday, but or Saturday, but won yesterday. On Monday, so they're in the College World Series right now. Eight teams. They eliminated the University of Washington. The Huskies went home after Oregon State beat them yesterday. 
and yep, which is good. And sorry, Seattle fans. And uh, and yeah, so they'll be playing. I'm trying to see what the schedule is. I think they don't know who they're playing yet next. But anyway, I'll let you know when that happens. <laughs> Either way, good job, Oregon State. And finally, let's talk about this. The World Cup is happening. And there are two things with it. One, over this weekend, Mexico beat Germany. Fuck that yeah, they did. Huge. Huge. Like, Germany is the overall favorite. It's them or Brazil. It's uh, Germany because they were Germany. they won last time. Yeah. And they were, th- they were yeah, number one going into this, too. Defending I mean, World Cup champs. They don't rank the way we considered number right. one, the heaviest favorite. Yeah. So it's awesome that Mexico Yeah, won. and yeah. Mexico's pretty good. They're a solid, like, mid-tier skill level team. They yeah. thought, they're going to put up a big fight, good fight, and Germany's going to win. Yeah. <laughs> no, Mexico no, beat them one nil and one nothing, and it was uh, it was pretty cool. I actually turned it on just as that last bit of the game was going on. And oh, it was that's on cool. Sundays when it happened, wow. so I got to watch it. And they celebrated so much. They showed the celebrations in Berlin and in Mexico City because they had, had big open air showings of it, of course. And the Mexico City one was insane. Oh, I of bet. just a mass of I don't know a million people jumping up and down. I love yep. it when and people like there's so much bad in the world. I love when people can just celebrate yeah. the little things. It's just millions of people in, millions Me- of people. in yeah. Mexico that's City, awesome. and yeah, so much so that it registered as an earthquake. <laughs> <laughs> what? In Mexico City. So, yeah, so the moment Mexico scored, like, was it 31 minutes and five seconds? Something like that. The city, the population of Mexico City jumped and celebrated so hard that it registered two separate seismic locations in the city. Oh yeah. my it God. It registered that's as like amazing. a 2.2 earthquake. <laughs> yeah, which is nuts. Like, that's happened. Seattle's done that before for the Seahawks. They yeah, registered an earthquake, but um, just at the stadium. Yeah, like this was the entire city yeah. shook. Just wow, everybody jumping up and down. That and the is video so cool. is pretty cool. Yeah, so congratulations uh, to Mexico for. Doing I love that. that video, and this made rounds on Twitter for a while of this like this little Mexican who's like little abuela. When they're doing the opening lineup of the players from Mexico City, she on TV, she's literally giving them this blessing oh, on each one. Oh. And he just wrote, he's like, I'm convinced my grandmother is why they won. Oh, that's so <laughs> it's, the, it's the cutest little thing. That's and she's just awesome. giving them all the sign of the cross as the camera pans. Oh. My well, mom still does that every time I leave the house. My grandma does it. Them. Yeah. Yep. Well, good for them because they did win. And... I do have to say this before I make my prediction. There's somebody else out there making predictions, and I've been wanting to highlight some of the predicting animals. We had Achilles, the blind cat, or wait, one eyes blind? No, cross eyed. The deaf and cross eyed cat. Yes. That's what they It's being billed as Achilles the cat. We also have, now have Mystic Marcus the hog. Mystic <laughs> Marcus. So Mystic, Mystic Marcus, Marcus like is making some predictions as well. Uh, we'll see if we can pull him up here. If you're watching the video, he's showing up on he's the video a hog? right now. He's a He's a pig. Okay. Mystic Marcus, the psychic pig. And he is making some predictions, and so far he's been pretty good. Now, does it say how Mystic Marcus is predicting things? Um, what's that? Like, how is he doing it? Is he, like, going to, like, a different oh, trough? they or? give him apples. Apples with uh, different <laughs> flags in them. So that's how, he's, that's okay. how he makes his prediction. <laughs> um, which apple he wants to eat. And I guess he correctly predicted uh, England's uh, win and the score. Between wow. England and Tunisia. So even the score they have him doing. Ooh. So he's there to give Achilles the cat a little bit of a we'll run, run for his, for his money. money. Yeah, Mystic Marcus, the psychic pig. Everyone's just always trying to love up to Paul. Like, nobody ever That's can. That's true. I don't think you can. Nobody no, ever could. Nope. And even, I mean, Paul the Octopus is brought up in this. He's like, Mark, Mystic Marcus lived up to the high standard set by Paul the Octopus. Oh, I love it. And recently <laughs> guessed the outcome of the World Cup group stage clash. This is a British, this is from the Mirror. So he's a, a British hog, I believe. Oh, Mystic boy. Marcus. Yeah, from Derby. Hello, <laughs> I'm from Derby. So we have uh, Mystic Marcus, the English psychic pig, and we have Achilles the cat, 
the Russian Russian cat that lives oh, in St. Petersburg. Where's the pig from? Uh, Derby. Derby. Oh. Derby. Derby in England. Finally, I'll make my prediction to compete with uh, Mystic Marcus. See, tomorrow's matches, by the way, Uruguay. Still in it? Still in it. Senegal had an upset today. Senegal won. Senegal beat Poland. And Russia won again against Egypt. So, Russia's... What? They put... I'm sorry, wait. They put him in a little wizard hat and cape? Oh, yeah. Aaron. Oh, my God. Sorry, if I forgot to mention that. Yeah, he wears a wizard hat and cape. you forgot. He has to win that. He has to win. So far, yeah, that's Mystic Marcus. And I'll be highlighting all kinds of other animals. If Paul had lived longer, I bet somebody would have made him a little, like, eight-armed wizard robe. Tomorrow we have... Portugal versus Morocco, which I want Morocco to win, but I think Ronaldo is going to win. Portugal will win that one. Yeah. Uruguay against Saudi Arabia. I already said Uruguay is going to win the World Cup, so I'm going Uruguay. I mean, you can lose a few matches and still make it through the World Cup. Yeah, I think you can lose once in, in this round. Yeah. In the opening stages, and then if you lose. Well, no, I guess it, it's a cumulative score. Yeah, it's by points. Points, and yeah. If, yeah, then there's other things to factor in, but yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, Uruguay, I'm saying Uruguay is going to win. So Uruguay and Portugal. Oh boy. The There's last only... one's Iran versus Spain. I, I don't see Iran. I don't see Iran one. pulling it off. Yeah, I don't see that happening. Spain's but, a really dominant team. Yeah. Uh, but Uruguay and Portugal <laughs> also winning tomorrow. That concludes this edition of Ball Black. You guys have so much to talk about. Like, look, we've been talking about like ghosts and beer yeah. and wine. Rackings. Yeah, yeah. Sports. Like, I've gotten really into soccer it. lately, so it's been kind of fun. It's fun. World Cup is fun. I mean, World granted, Cup's always fun. I wish yeah. the US, U.S. was in it because that's always fun just to right. root for the team. But regardless, it's it's, it's, it's cool. fun going to like bars that go all in on World Cup. Uh-huh. There's a one that I've been going to, and like they literally installed projectors and dropped screens. Like oh, the bar wow. still, but like like everyone. And, like, they open at 4.30 in the morning to show them live. Oh, that's And cool. you'll see people there, like, dressed in their, like, country's, like, jerseys. Cool. Sipping, like, whiskey and coffee at 4.30 in the morning watching the game. That is amazing. It's awesome. pretty damn cool. Yeah. Oh. Really cool. Well, so, yeah, the world kept going on right now. But tomorrow night. Tomorrow night, Nerd Communion. I think you should go and spend some time with Aaron and his fellow geeks yes, in the city. Yes, please. At Pairings Portland at 7 p.m. You can show up a little early. The show will start at 7 p.m. It's thirty dollars, but that gets you a nine wine flight. Uh, trust me, that will that will mess you up. <laughs> yeah, and, which is awesome, and it also supports you know support your local artists because yeah. when we have events yeah. like this, it's like you know when we had our bingo day, when we have like our VIP things, like it's really important for people to show up. It's important for people to show up for events. So yeah, please yeah. go because a lot of times potential sponsors like to show up at these and totally. see exactly. how well the turnout is. Absolutely, exactly. yeah, that so, is a big. <laughs> Super easy to get to, uh, 455 Northeast 24th Avenue. So it starts recording at 7. Get there before. Yep. Only 30 bucks at the door. Have some Go delicious wines. Have some delicious wines. And a live yes. show. You can even just show, like, we want you to do the tasting, but if you don't think you want that much, like, you can just hang out and, like, order a glass of wine and just hang out in the background. Although, oh. we'd like it if you would do the whole thing. You don't have to. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, there you go. So Nobody, there's another yes, option. They're not yeah. forcing you, so right. it's really yep. nice. And Cable any, might. Anything else on the horizon? <laughs> I know you have some projects, but you can't talk about those for a little uh, bit? I do. I have, like, four separate projects in the mix, and I have to be that asshole that says I literally cannot talk about any of them. Well, then we haven't... I we, signed an NDA that was terrifying yes. about a month and a half ago. Well, we haven't been having you on as much as we should, so we need to have you on again sooner than later. Yeah. When you can... When your terrifying NDA you know, right. times out, and you can talk about it. I almost don't have a day job anymore, so it's getting easier. That's great. That's great. Yeah. Congratulations. 
Fantastic. And then maybe next time we might have to, uh, you know, let's figure out a day and we can all maybe have a four loco. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> I had another one of those like six months ago just for fun. I was dumb. Oh, yeah. Maybe I'll bring in homebrew, Sarah. Wait, we get to actually taste your, your No, beer? you know what? I invite you guys all the time. You're like, let's see if we can make it. What? All right. Nope. We're to be fair, I haven't had like a gathering in like nine months. Period. Okay. Oh, okay. I was going to say, I, I don't remember say, any I haven't recently. seen anything. All right. Yeah. Well, all now right. the summer's getting, you know, the weather's here. You have your beautiful backyard. I'm just you do. Saying, we got I the umbrella put out. The, garden's going. I, I think maybe I want to ride my bike over and hang out with you I'm guys. maybe going to procure a keg reader pretty soon. So Ooh, keg- oh, nice. Oh, shit. Awesome. Oh. All right, well, send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Big thank you to Next Adventure. Next Adventure. Nextadventure.net. Find sponsors of Fun Employment Radio. We really do appreciate them. And uh, tomorrow we have a, you know what? I don't know if we can say her name. We need to clarify what we can. We have a special guest tomorrow who's going to be talking about Humpfest. So oh, yes. <laughs> we'll explain I want to that. make sure to remind her in case she. Uh, she sent a. A Jeep chat invite. I, I think she remembers, so we'll, we'll make All right. sure. It's going to be so awkward I for know. Sarah. Oh, no. Well, it's actually a friend of mine, but yes, it's going to be a weird I don't know if she yeah. can say who she is. We're doing a pseudonym. I don't know. Interesting. We'll, yeah, because she wasn't sure. I'll have to clarify. All right, so let's see. Well, if anyway, this actually our friend <laughs> will be on to talk about Hump Film Fest tomorrow. <laughs> so that'll be right here. You can tune in for that. And thank you, everybody. We've got the video in the archives of the Fun Employment Radio Supporters Club yes. member. Go to funemploymentradio.com slash support to join that. And Thanks for tuning and in. And thank you, Aaron, for taking thank it. Thank you, you Mr. Aaron Draymond. Geekinthecity.com. Go see him. And go tomorrow. tomorrow. Yes, please. Support his event. Awesome. We'll be back tomorrow with more FunEmploymentRadio.com. Oh, oh, also, <laughs> sorry, one more what? thing. What? Forgot. We've got the episode before mm. it goes up of the Mark and Todd cast, the brand new episode for Supporters Club members. I'm going to be playing it live on the live stream right after this. So you get to hear it before it goes live anywhere else. Uh, they're obviously another member of the Fun Employment Radio Network, and then we'll be talking about internet scams. Ooh, all right. So it's going to be cool. So that's going to be there for the live listeners right now. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Back up. Bye.